As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody happy monday night what's going on you guys it's 10 o'clock here on the east coast seven o'clock on the west coast it's your boy chef flom and here i am i am i'm here i'm here for a long day of traveling and having the most horrendous head cold of all time so if i sound like i'm stuffing my face with a sandwich or pancakes uh rest assured that is not what's happening right now uh i just have this crazy head cold it won't go away it started off in my throat and it became like a congestion thing Now it's like a head cold cough thing. I, I, I don't know, whatever. But listen, as we all know, I still have to work today. That's what we do. You have to work. Like, I mean, when I work, I get paid. So I got to work. So I just put a smiley face on and get my happy ass in New York City. That's what I did. Welcome to Plum Love Foods Live. What's going on, you guys? Happy to be sitting down here with you on a Monday evening. Uh, looking forward to getting the nights kicked off. We're kicking off a fun series tonight, man. Uh, something I've been wanting to do for a while now. And, uh, You know, honestly, it's just been just getting the balls up to do it, basically. Just just getting the uh, confidence up to, to be able to ask uh, these, these ass-looking female chefs on the show. Because I get scared when I talk to pretty girls. 
No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't at all. I'm totally joking. But we're starting off our Asking Female Chef series tonight, which I'm excited to talk about. And in light of everything that's happened, and, and we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, I'm very, very excited tonight to have our, our good friend, one of my favorite people on Instagram, one of the first people to embrace me on Instagram, actually, who was incredibly nice to me, incredibly sweet to me, uh, to come on here. Our good buddy, our breakfast chef extraordinaire that's uh, obviously from the True Cooks family, our friend Stephanie at Steph Cooks. Uh, she's going to butcher me. I feel like I'm going to destroy your last name, Stephanie. I apologize if I do. At uh, Stephanie Kachachkin. I mean, if I said it wrong. Kachachkin. I'm terrible. What do you want from me? I'm from down south. I don't know. I just fuck up shit. Doesn't matter, but you can follow her at Steph Cooks on Instagram. Uh, she's going to be on the show tonight. It's going to be a lot of fun talking to her. So looking forward to that, of course. Uh, but, wow, what a day we've had, man. What a day we've had. I think the rest of us... Uh, you know, I think most of us woke up this morning um, after after a Sunday night of sleeping for me from being sick sleeping, but woke up to hear the awfulness that 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 took place in in Las Vegas last night. And and honestly, I can tell you guys um, from firsthand experience these tragedies, uh, these mass shootings, living after having lived through one myself uh, here in Newtown. Um, I don't even know what to say. It's just, I don't know what to say to these people. It, it, it's, it's, it's awful. It's one of the worst things you could possibly ever go through in your life. You just feel so helpless. You feel so terrible. So I don't know, man. Uh, big thoughts and prayers. And whether you pray or whether you don't, I'm so tired of hearing the, the whole religious aspect, religious angle of this shit today. But whatever you do, whether it's taking a little reflection for yourself or meditating or, or whatever the case is, just keep them in your thoughts, man, because they're going through hell. I mean, I could, honestly, it's it's just it's awful, um, especially for uh, the people who lost their lives and the people who are battling for their lives in a hospital right now. So, uh, honestly, I, I, it's just awful, and I feel bad for them. I, I wish there was more we could do, but that's all we can say. And then you have everyone talks that comes out and says, "Oh, you're in our thoughts and our prayers. We're sending you know good vibes and positive vibes your way." And I get that's what, why they're saying that because what else do you say? I mean, what else is there to say? But I don't know, man. I wish there was something you could say. I wish there was something you could do that, to make it better, to, to make it all go away, to take away the fear that's going to be out there and the fear mongering that's going to come from the news because of stuff like this. And, you know, it's just insane that we live in, in arguably one of the greatest countries in the world, and, and this is still something we have to deal with. So uh, I just, I don't know. I, I wish there was more I could do. I, I think about you, and we'll see in the coming days what we need to get down there uh, to help. Um, but until then, I guess, I guess I'm going to be one of those that say that you're going to be in my thoughts. I mean, I, I can assure you, I won't go to bed tonight without thinking about that and thinking about the people that went through it and the horror that, that they, that they lived through and, and, and honestly to stay away from political and politics and all that shit, but calling this not a terrorist attack is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because to me, a terrorist attack is something that instills terror in the people who have to go through it. And I'm pretty sure that these people were fucking terrified. So to me, that's a terrorist attack. It doesn't necessarily have to always be someone who doesn't look like you or sound like you or come from the place that you come from. It can be anybody, and that's what we've learned from this. It really, really, truly can. So uh, I think I apologize for my sniffling to you guys because it's a disaster. I have this head cold, and I almost feel bad even saying that after just talking about what's going on in Vegas. But here's a thing that's a different angle that no one's talked about. And, you know, it's how, how something like this could affect you know, all the people who work in the hospitality business down there. Cause I can tell you that Vegas is a party town. I mean, they have some of the most, um, 
intense security everywhere. There's cameras everywhere. Like you can all, and they're gonna, we're going to learn a lot about uh, this whole scenario as the weeks go forward, as the days go forward here. But seeing how this is going to affect um, the hospitality business down there is is interesting because I think it's going. I think it's going to make a difference. I think people are going to be afraid. I think you're going to see a lot less people going to these big, massive events. I mean, you know, Vegas is such a big place. I mean, it's not that big. It's not that big a place, but it's such a such a event-driven place. I mean, a lot of people had no idea this three-day country music festival was going on with 20,000 people. That's some of the news I was listening to today of some of the people talking that they had no idea until they saw it there. And, and I don't know, man, like these things, I mean, you can think of a lot of, a lot of industry in that, a lot of business in that. And, and it's definitely going to be affected. And I think that some people might lose jobs because of it. And it's just a shame. It's, it's, it's the backlash that, events like this have uh, cause. It's the backlash that uh, when tragedies like this happen, um, how many people get affected? I mean, it, it, obviously, you know, we're, we're thinking about the people who are directly affected, but on down to the ones who aren't, to the, to the dishwasher who was working in the Mandalay Bay that night, you know, I mean, things like that, like it's going to affect business for these guys and they're going to lose work. So again, keep them in your thoughts, man, honestly, because I, who knows what's going to happen in the long term? I can tell you, um, as again, a person who's been through a, a mass shooting, a tragedy like this, the things that it affects are things that you don't think about or things that don't, you know, it, it's pretty far from your thought process. But, you know, I never in my wildest dreams would have thought that there'd be videos on YouTube of people telling what happened here in Newtown in Sandy Hook. It was fake. I, I could never in a million years imagine that's the case, but it is, it's the case. And those people are obviously idiots. They have no idea what they're talking about. Uh, but it, it's, it's everything like that. And it affects everybody. And it affects, affects the people. It affects the, the morale. It affects just everything from how kids feel when they go to school. So you, you got to really keep those thoughts in your, in your brain when, when, when you're going through stuff like this. It's, just, it's not always that cut and dry. Now. Um, yeah, I, I I wish I could say some something that would just be witty and and can make people feel better, but I can't because it's it's awful. And for people who are gonna take this weird ways and call it government things and things, just here's here's the best piece of advice I can give anybody when it comes to things like this. Honestly, take time to think about the person that you're talking to. Think about the people that are gonna hear you. Think about the people around you. I think in this day and age, we could use a lot more nice. We could use a lot more friendly. We could use a lot more caring about each other and less worrying about who's in front or did someone cut you off in traffic or did someone, I mean, honestly, like it's just enough, man, enough. Things like this are tearing apart us as a people. And, and I don't know, man, it's, I don't know what's happening. I wish I could, I wish I could say more. It's going to be fun tonight. Cause I'm going to ask, our friend Steph, what she thinks, that she lives in Canada, so she may have a different perspective on it. And we're not going to spend a lot of time on it, obviously, but, I mean, it's there. We have to talk about it. I can't leave it, so we're going to bring it up. That's just, I mean, I would, be, I would not be the professional broadcaster if I didn't bring it up, so I have to. Also, another thing tonight, uh, just for those of you that know, Tom Petty is dead. Oh, wait. No, Tom Petty is not dead. Oh, wait, wait, no, Tom Petty is dead. Nope, Tom Petty is not dead, but he's on life support. <laughs> I, either way, I don't know. They keep reporting. I, I heard reports today that he's gone or he's not. Nonetheless, uh, Tom Petty played a definite role in my kitchen career. I can remember years ago when I was in my 20s, 
uh, working in kitchens where it was either R&B music or kind of that classic rock type vibe playing in the kitchen. And Tom Petty was uh, always a part of that. And I remember very distinctly uh, when I met my wife. <coughs> I'm sorry. Like I said, I apologize. I have the te- most terrible head cold of all time. Um, listening to Tom Petty as we were going out and she was completely embarrassed to eat food in front of me. as I took her to this little uh, Chinese diner in Virginia and she was afraid to eat. And here I am just eating hot and sour soup, like a fucking horse. Like I'm not even thinking twice about it. I'm eating out of a container, a core container, like I'm a fucking eating out of a horse trough. It's just crazy. <laughs> and as we're doing that, uh, Tom Petty's playing and, and, you know, it's one of those things, man, uh, iconic, you know, that, that's how you think about it. So honestly, I hope that he can pull through this. Uh, from what I hear, he's on life support. Uh, that's usually not a good thing. I mean, believe it or not, that's not a good thing. Life support is not where you want to be. Uh, but uh, hopefully he can pull through it. And if you can't, you know, maybe as you're thinking about the, the folks in Vegas tonight, you could play a Tom Petty song just to kind of, I don't know. You got to pay tribute to these guys, I guess, in my brain. You got you to gotta pay some kind of tribute to them. So that, that's what I plan on doing here tonight. So anyway, tonight, you guys, we're starting the first of our ass-kicking female chef series. Uh, like I said, it's been a whole series I wanted to do for a long time now. Um, and so I thought tonight's a great way to start off by talking to our friend at Steph Cooks. I'll tell you what, her food that she posts, and I love breakfast, which you have no idea. Like, I could live off breakfast food all the time. Like, I'm always looking at her pictures like a little bit too long. Like I, I look at the picture, I'm like, God, it looks really awesome. I really like French toast. Anyway, well, I'm going to get into that with her. It's going to sound creepy, but I don't mean it in a creepy way. I just really like breakfast food. Uh, and so uh, her pictures are amazing when it comes to that. So I'm looking forward to talking to her about that. Uh, we'll talk about female chefs. We'll talk about tattoos. It's going to be all over the board tonight, that's for sure. We talked to our friend Steph. So anyway, thank you guys for tuning in tonight. Listen, if you haven't done so yet, do me a big favor. Um, uh, coming back here after a short hiatus of working my ass off this summer, um, go on to iTunes or whatever and give us a rating, uh, rate, review, subscribe. You'll get the show for free. Uh, I don't get paid to do this show. I do it because I love to do it, and I love to do a, give a platform for other chefs. Uh, but, but get on there, rate, review, and subscribe. It gets delivered to your mobile device every Tuesday morning for free. How about that? Free audio entertainment from your boy. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Not, I mean – I guess it sounds better than it really is, but well, whatever. Let's pretend like, it, let's pretend like it's awesome. Uh, but please throw a five-star rating on there for me. It does huge things for the uh, algorithm. Uh, and I don't know what that means, but apparently it's an important thing when it comes to tech stuff. So algorithms are good things. So do me a favor, five-star review, rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, and I would appreciate it. So anyway. You guys, it's going to be a great show tonight. Looking forward to kicking off the ass-kicking female chef series tonight. But like I said before, uh, I want to pay a tribute to uh, a gentleman who is not dead yet, even though he's been reported as dead, uh, Tom Petty. Uh, one of my favorite Tom Petty songs of all time. I'm going to, I'm going to cue it up here. We're going to play it. Uh, I am going to pour myself a cocktail, lots of ginger. Hopefully that gets rid of a cold, right? Is ginger good for a cold? I don't know. Check it out. You're, you're listening to Plum Love Food Live right here on Tune in, Stitcher, Blog Talk, Apple iTunes, every place else you can find your digital audio content. My name's Chef Plum. I'll be right back. I'll stay right there. She's a good girl, loves her mama, loves Jesus. 
in America too. She's a good girl. She's crazy about Elvis. Loves horses and her boyfriend too. And it's a long day living in Reseda. There's a freeway running through the yard, and I'm a bad boy 'cause I don't even miss her. I'm a bad boy for breaking her heart. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, there you go. Tom Petty battling for his life right now on life support. Like I said, it was reported earlier that he had died. Uh, apparently he's not dead. So the good news is, is that news has no idea what the fuck they're talking about anymore, which, is, which kind of makes it fun, I guess, right? Coming back live right here, Plum Love Foods Live. I'm your boy, Chef Plum, hanging out. we got a great night tonight. We're talking to our friend at Steph Cooks right here to kick off our ass-kicking female chef series. Before we get to Steph, uh, I want to bring up to you guys, if, how are your knives doing? Do you need a new knife? Do you need new knives? Do you need awesome knives? Because let me tell you something, I use awesome knives. The knives I use every single day, Ergo Chef knives from Ergo Chef Cutlery. These knives are awesome. They're made by great people uh, right here locally near me. They've done knives for Guy Fieri. They've done knives for Michael Simon. They've done knives for the White House. You name it. Uh, barbecue master. Uh, what's that dude's name again? I did the barbecue stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that wasn't good. That's what happens. I don't know the guy's name. Uh, <laughs> didn't sound good, did it? Myron Mixon. There you go. The Myron Mixon knife. Uh, Ergo Chef Knives, based right here in Connecticut, where I live. Make sure you check them out. ErgoChefKnives.com. Tell Mike and Scott Chef Plum sent you. And I tell you what, if you want to, use promo code PLUM15 off to grab yourself a great, high quality, amazing knife at an even better price. It's ErgoChefKnives.com. That was my radio voice. How was that? Was it terrible? I felt like it was terrible. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it wasn't. So, uh, you guys, I wanted to bring live tonight uh, to kick off our Ask Kicking Female Chef series here on Plum Love Foods. Uh, one of my favorite chefs uh, on Instagram. She was incredibly supportive of me from the get-go when I jumped on Instagram. Uh, you guys know her from the True Cooks family. She's a fantastic human being, uh, making amazing breakfast food out of Toronto. Uh, at Steph Cooks, our friend Stephanie Kachachian. Which is, which is, I, I still fucked the name up. I'm sorry. Hey, Steph, what's happening? Hey, how are you? I'm good. You're not yelling at me for messing up your name, are you? No, no, of course not. <laughs> you, you could. You could be like, you close. fucked it up. That's as close as, as anyone's ever gotten, so. Well, that's good news. It would have been even funnier if you yelled at me, hey, you messed it up and then hung up. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I would think it's really funny. Uh, listen, thanks for being on and being my first female chef tonight on the Ask Kicking Female Chef series. And I, I said earlier, but I don't think you heard me. Uh, I've been wanting to do this for like a year, but I get really shy talking to girls, so that's why I haven't done it yet. 
Oh, <laughs> no, I'm actually not so really. honored that you asked me because I'm like, wow, like, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't. I mean, here's myself the thing. As, like, Wait, no, you go ahead. You can keep talking. Sorry. We have apparently have a touch oh, of a delay, I, but it'll it'll fix itself. Don't worry. No worries. Um, like, I don't I never viewed myself as somebody who would be considered. Well, I don't want to use the word inspirational, but like inspirational in any sort of way, you know, like I just do what I do. And I'm blessed that people love it and people, you know, recognize it. So. Well, I mean, you are, you're kicking ass there uh, and, and your food looks phenomenal. And the thing about you is that, I mean, you work your ass off doing it. So uh, everyone's got to respect that. Yeah. But we live in a world now where, I mean, social media has just made people who you would never know all of a sudden now you become great friends with. And those, you never know who you're talking to, basically. So when you post a picture of some oh, of badass, oh, yeah, some awesome French toast or some awesome breakfast dish, like you could totally be inspiring some young cook out there who follows you on Instagram or who checks out a hashtag. <laughs> yeah, our delay is awful. We'll fix it. Don't worry. Um, so anyway, listen, I wanted to ask you too, before we get, listen, before we get into your story and your life, I won't, I won't harp on it too long, but uh, you live in Toronto, right? Yes. So you see all this crazy stuff happening here in our country of America. And I mean, do you just look at us like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, I, to be honest, like I posted something um, along these lines, like earlier, and I'm originally from Lebanon. And okay. when I was born, it was during the war when like right. bombs were falling and everything and my mom had to rush to get me out of the hospital because imagine thinking oh my wow. god i just gave birth and my child could die you know wow so wow. it blows my mind that it's 2017 and we're still dealing with things like this it's it's so crazy yeah. and i mean like not to uh get racial in any way shape or form but you know, it was a white person who did the shootings in Vegas. And right. I'm sorry, but if it was any other uh, race, we would right away call it a terrorist attack. I don't understand why we're not doing that now. Like, it just, it makes no sense to me. But yeah, I, I, I agree with you. But really you heard me talking there before. I was saying that. So here's the thing. So every mass shooting that's happened is, is white male. Um, it, it's yeah. been white male to perpetrate the shooting. Uh, but to not call something that like to this my, a terrorist. My family earlier. Yeah, I mean it's 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 crazy. Uh, but to not perpetrate this as a terrorist attack, I don't think you're actually looking at the root word terrorist. I mean, I'm pretty sure that everyone there mm -hmm. was terrified when it was happening. To me, that that's yeah, a terrorist attack. If you're going to cause terror, and it's just insane, man. And and like I was saying before, how it goes down to the little things, like even affecting the restaurants and things like that that are in the area or even at the Mandalay Hotel. I mean, just, it's amazing how these little things, affect, how, how, how so many little things can be affected by such a major thing, you know? Of course. It really, like, I honestly have no words for it. It's just, it's so sad. Like It's unbelievably sad. Unbelievably sad. Well, mm. cool. At least it's not like on the same page. At least you don't hate all of us. You know, like, oh, that country's terrible. That's good news. 
Um, let's talk about your story a little bit. So you've been in the kitchen a long time, like, like a long time, like yeah. you, your, your family's years. restaurant, 11 years. Yeah. Uh, your family's restaurant, uh, Kareen, it's a, it's a, you guys do like yes. all day breakfast, vegan, vegetarian, which I mean, I won't hold that against you. Um, that was just a joke. Stan. I was just kidding. Um, you've been around for a long time and you guys are still crushing it though, right? Yes. Well, actually, uh, my when my mom first started doing the restaurant business, it was 25 years ago. Her restaurant was wow. called Maggie's, and uh, the vegan vegetarian thing is is quite new to us because this restaurant we opened when my sister finished university. It's in the cafeteria okay. of where her school is, and she told my mom, she's like, you know, there really isn't any healthy food places to eat for the students. So we decided to open Kareen's and like 11 years, we've still been going pretty strong. So I'm, I'm really proud. Wow. Of it. it really you is. You should a be proud. Yeah, you should be proud, but you, but you know, listen, I mean, I don't know so much you want to call it a blessing because I mean, I think there's a fine line between blessing and hard work. And I mean, you're working seven days a week, man, you're mm -hmm. fucking your ass. Yeah. I mean, hard work yeah, also. Like, some days I'm like, I still don't know how I do it. Like, <laughs> but I do it because I love it. It's, there's no other now, are, reason. Are really. you running the kitchen there? Like, is it your kitchen? You do whatever you want out of there? Yeah, it's, I'm the only person who works in the kitchen. Like, I don't have like a line of people helping me. It's, it's only me. Like, oh my God. Seven days a week. So, yeah, it's. It's pretty, wow. it gets um, pretty stressful, but I'm, I'm used to it by now, I guess. Wow. It's the only real place you've ever worked, like kitchen-wise, right? Yes. And have you ever thought about, like, branching out and trying to go someplace else? Or obviously, probably not, because it's a family's restaurant, right? To be honest, not really, because I've learned so much just running my own kitchen and like from going from not even knowing how to cook to doing that, it it's really it's it's something insane. So I've learned like yeah. everything just working in one kitchen. Well, I mean, sometimes that's the best way to learn to kind like, of just get your feet put in the fire, you know. Exactly, and like I know, um, well, not some people have said that you know how can you say you've paid your dues if you've only worked in one kitchen and I'm mm. I don't think working in multiple kitchens has anything to do with paying your dues you know it's about hey look at where I was then and where I am now and how much I've grown and how much I've developed as a person and as a chef I think that's paying your dues you know yeah it's 110 percent I couldn't agree with you more I mean we have this whole, a lot of people in this business have this whole picture in their head of kind of how it's supposed to go, even though there's no real laid out way it's supposed mm -hmm. to go. I mean, you've been doing it seven mm -hmm. days a week for 11 years. To me, it's called, that's paying your fucking dues. Anybody who doesn't believe that needs to get the fuck out of here because that's exactly yeah. what that is. Yeah. And especially when you're doing it mm -hmm. with no direction, you know, you're kind of learning as you go. And, and the only way you're going to get better is by doing it more and more and more. Now, granted, when you work with exactly. people, you learn more things. You do learn things, right? But... Mm -hmm. I mean, I couldn't do breakfast for 11 years, seven days a week. Are you kidding me? I'd kill myself. There's no way I could do that. <laughs> but 
you're you're doing it, keeping a smile on your face and making some awesome food. Thank you. Well, it looks awesome. I haven't tasted it yet. You've invited me. You said come up here and eat it, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so that, that's definitely going to have to happen. Um, so what are some of the things? Yes. You know, I mean, I noticed on the website for you guys, like you're open till eight o'clock at night, right? So if I come in at seven thirty, can I get breakfast at seven thirty at night? Yes, of course. The breakfast is <laughs> until we close. So it's like wow. when we say all anybody- day, it's really all day. <laughs> it, wow. Is anybody in the kitchen with you at all? Do you have somebody, like, do you have to work from 8 to 8, or do you work and have somebody come in and kind of help you out towards the end there? I would hope so, right? Yes, yes, of course. Okay, good. If you were working 8 to 8, 7 days a week, I would, I would like, want to start a Kickstarter or something to send you some money. Like, that's crazy talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, and, but it is a family business too. So like your mom, is your mom still working there and your sister and things like that or not anymore? Yes. My mom still works there. My, you're going to find this unbelievable, but my grandma who's 87 still nice. works. She like refute. I tell her, I'm like, grandma, please just like stay home, relax, relax. She's like, what am I going to do at home? Sit by myself. She's like, no, I'm coming to work. You know, there you go. like I can see people, I can socialize, I can, help a little you know and i think it honestly keeps her young like for sure she's amazing one of my biggest inspirations so grandma's a soldier there you go yeah she really is Uh, that's awesome that's awesome and your sister's there too right you said that yes well my sister just had a baby she my beautiful nephew so she is taking maternity leave but now she's working on the weekends, so it's really nice to have her back. Like, I really miss her. Listen, you need to tell her that maternity leave, that's bullshit. That's excuses. Get your ass to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Listen, I never had maternity leave. That's, that's bullshit. I, or what do they call it? For, for five, I have three kids. And I don't know. I never had maternity leave. That's nonsense. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, well, listen, uh, not only that... Uh, well, before I, I was going to go, I want to talk about tattoos also, but um, uh, as being a female chef, like, have you noticed, I mean, I guess it's hard to even ask you that question when you haven't been anywhere else because you've kind of always been the, the show there, but do people try to, like, I don't know, uh, get over on you a little bit differently, or do you think they might talk to you differently or treat you differently? I mean, is it, is, is it I don't know, like, I, I feel like it's tougher, I guess. Is, am I, is that wrong? Um, do you mean like customers or just people in general? In, in general, as regards to the restaurant business, maybe purveyors and things like that. Not really, to be honest. Like, you know, nowadays people just, they don't see like, oh, yeah, that's a female chef. That's a male chef. It's just right. you're a chef. That's just what you do. It's it's just it's your job title. It's not who you are, you know. So yeah, I don't, no, I don't think people treat me any differently. No. Well, it's funny because in in my line of work, as far as the chef aspect of it goes, like it's still, you know, I work with private clients, and and I have many people who contact me and ask if I know any female private chefs because they don't want to hire a male, which I think is pretty interesting. I think it's just because they feel, I don't know, maybe they feel threatened by having a male in there, and I don't know. I'm six foot yeah. three, 250 pounds. I'm not sure how much it is in Canadian, but 
Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, but maybe that's the case. I don't know. I just want to the same way in other other chef aspects of you know uh, of the hospitality industry because in mine they do they they still can say to you, oh, we don't want a male chef, we want a female chef, and I, I think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, listen, so you have a tattoo or or two, right? Just one or two. Yeah, one or two. Yeah, little just, ones. Just, just, just one or two little ones. That's all right. Now, does it make me like? Am I not officially a chef, even though I have twenty years experience, New York Times, whatever? Won't get them on my accolades, but I don't have any tattoos. Is that weird? I think it's kind of weird. It's kind of, but you know what? Honestly, I know a lot of chefs that don't have tattoos, but it's kind of become like the requirement. I feel like you can't work in a yeah. kitchen unless you know you got some ink. So. Well, because it's, it's, it's also becoming way more accepted socially. Like, people don't really give a shit anymore about tattoos. Where I remember even being a kid, people oh, were like, no. oh, yeah, it's kind of all over his arm, you know? But when, now it's just normal. When I first started getting tattooed, and I was extremely young when I got my first tattoo, I don't recommend anybody do this, but I was 14 when I got my first tattoo. Wow. And Rules were definitely even different back in then, it it wasn't as accepted as it is now. Like even, yeah. how old am I now? Wow. 28. 16 years ago. No, 14 years that, ago. Huh? So it's, it's, how about that? It's something you have yeah. to put thought into, right? Yeah. Like you have to kind of always think about it. And, uh, and doing a little research on you, and it's funny here in the wonderful world of the internet, you can find information on everybody. Um, I, I found a quote from you talking about your favorite tattoo is the black and gray portrait of Aubrey Hepburn that you have, right? Yes. Right? Yes. I mean, I definitely kind of see yes, that in you. It's on your forearm. Awesome. Very, very cool. And how old were you when you got that one? That one, I was 18 when I got that one. Nice. Yeah. That's interesting. 18 years old. It's one of my Aubrey favorites because... Cool. Yeah, I just, I love Audrey because her story is very similar to mine and my family history. And so I, I can relate to her. That's why I got the tattoo. And plus, she's so beautiful. So Very cool. That's awesome. So what are some of the things in the kitchen that are like your biggest pet peeves? Now, I know you work by yourself for the most part, but you do have a couple people who may, or someone who may relieve you at night, so you have to close every night. What are some? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The things that are like your biggest pet peeves in the kitchen. In the kitchen? Yeah. Mess definitely is one of them. Um, getting in anyone's way is my biggest pet peeve. Um, just And just not doing your job. You know, there was a quote that um, Chad had posted on the True Cooks uh, Instagram, and it was like, if you have time to lean, you have time to clean. I was like, oh, yes, yeah. exactly. Like, <laughs> that, that's that's an like, old quote right there. The Just, yeah. <laughs> that, that one's been around a long time. I remember uh, my early days, people telling me that stuff uh, for sure. But it's the truth. I mean, there's always, you're not there to, you're there to clean and not there to clean, but you're there to work. And, you know, I had some guys who worked for me for a while who, uh, doing what I do, I, you'll never see me like leaning on anything, even just slightly leaning on a counter or anything like that. You can't, you just can't do that because you just set an example. And especially going into yeah. someone's house and doing what I do, you, you, you can't do that. Uh, because I think once they mm-hmm. see, uh, me do it, you do it, it becomes acceptable, you know? Exactly. Exactly. Um, Everybody needs to... Yeah, go ahead. Everybody needs to work work. the same way for the boat to run smoothly. You know, like one person can't be doing everything, the other person can't be slacking. It doesn't work, no? Right, for sure, for sure. How many covers are you guys doing a day now? Like on a busy day. Oh, my God. I couldn't even tell you. Like, especially on the weekends, it's absolutely insane. Like, <laughs> I remember a few weekends ago, and this has never happened to me because I usually hold myself together. But we were so busy that I actually cried. Like, I had, like, a nervous breakdown. No. And I was just like, oh, my God, I can't do this. Like, I was like, I can't do this. I can't do this. Like, it was horrible. Wow. But then, like, no, we after can't you're cry. Like, There's no crying in the kitchen. Wow, we can't cry. I did it. You know, it's like coming alive out of the battlefield. You're like, I did it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's, it's that feeling it of, of accomplishment, awful. that feeling of that. In, I, I've been there so many times. And I mean, I never, uh, I'm, just, I'm just busting your balls, of course. But uh, when you go through those days, it really makes you. It, it tests your metal, you know, to see if you're as good as you think you are, you know? Yes, of course. And I mean, that, you know, I mean, we all think that we're good at our jobs or else we wouldn't do them. So uh, being able to go through that uh, and handle that is, uh, you know, it kind of makes you take that one little notch up, that one step in the right direction to being a little bit different or better at your job than you were mm-hmm. the day before, which is important, right? Of course, right? of course. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's a good thing. So what are some of the things that are really popular? Like, actually, I don't care about the popular. What do you like to do in the kitchen that you guys serve that's kind of amazing? Like, one of your favorite things? My favorite things to cook? Um, yeah, yeah. 
My favorite thing to cook is probably the eggs benedict. I just nice. I love it. I think like you can there's so many different ways you can go about it. And I even started doing like a sweet eggs benedict which I don't think anybody does anywhere. What? But it's yeah, it's one of my favorites. And definitely the waffles, I would have to say the waffles are the most popular. It's our biggest seller, probably on the menu. Nice. Now, how much? Yeah, do you, how those, often do you change two, it up? Definitely. Um, not too often. Like we've had the same menu basically since we opened. We tried to change it a little bit, but then people got upset. They were like, "No, we like the menu the way it is." So I was like, "Okay." Right. But you're running specials and stuff like that, right? No, no. Uh, just well, straight, here's the menu. Cause I'm looking at your I, food here on your Instagram right yeah. now. And I mean, there's some pretty amazing things on here. I mean, honestly, peanut butter, I mean, banana, chocolate pancakes. Come on. We get a lot of people with of dietary people restrictions. Diet. So if mm-hmm. someone tells me, oh, I can't have this or that or that, like I'll make them something from scratch. But most of the time, people just order from the menu. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, these pictures look amazing. Um, the more as I scroll through your Instagram, oh, it's you. looking at some of these pics, man. Honestly, like, I want to go this stuff right now. Um, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> Nutella and banana crepes, like classic, but delicious. Mm-hmm. It's so good. I'm and getting then, hungry. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, you and me both. You and me both. But your waffles look phenomenal. Do you have a waffle maker there that you use? Like, like, it's like the old Bessie waffle maker? Yeah, it's just the classic waffle maker, and I, I, I don't think anyone else stacks them the way we do or the way I do. Usually when yeah. I see waffles, just the circular with the cream and the berries. So when I started doing the waffles, I was like, you know what? I want to do something different with this. Like, I don't want to be just like everyone else. So... I remember the first time I did the stacked waffles, everyone was like, oh, my God. So, yeah, it just stuck. Well, they look awesome, when you, the way you stack them like that. It looks really, really freaking cool, for sure. Like, I, th- I think it's awesome. Oh, I think that you. half the uh, – I mean, when you're making breakfast food, sometimes it's difficult. I think you, you do a very good job of it to make it look pretty. I mean, breakfast food is kind of one of those things oh, that's not that easy to make oh, it really pretty. But, like, honestly, like, I'm looking at some peanut butter banana waffles right now. I just – I'm dying. Like, I would like to have that. That sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sick and I want waffles. How about that? Someone should make me waffles. <laughs> um, but oh. Even so, some of these things here, like, are you baking bread there too? Is that what you're doing? I don't bake bread. Don't bake the, bread. the baking bread baking is not bread. really for the baking shop. Bread. It's more for me. Okay. Because I wanted to learn something new. Right. And then right. I went from baking bread to making my own pastas and pizzas and it just the ball just kept rolling and rolling and rolling but i'm still learning, yeah, I mean, that, I'm still learning. that's how you teach yourself you, you get into doing things like that that you're interested in and and you make them yourself that's what that's how you get better you know mm-hmm. for sure for sure, um, sure, for sure. especially one when my, you work by yourself one of my like very that. good friends um one of my very good friends paul martin he is an excellent home cook. Like I tell him all the time, I'm like, you need yeah. to be a real chef. Like he's just, he's so amazing. And everything he does, he does it from scratch. 
I'm like, I don't know how you do this. Like, it, it blows my mind. But Well, it's funny when you watch guys like that who have no training or have no, you know, they don't work in a restaurant or, you know, but they're making these mm-hmm. beautiful plates of food. But then again, could they still make those beautiful plates of food if they were, uh, uh, you know, had, had had 30 of them to make in, in five minutes? Like, could they still do that, you know? I'm not too sure, actually. That's a, of course not. That's the answer is no. <laughs> I mean, listen, all of us can make one Probably plate look not, beautiful. No. That's easy. No. Yeah, I mean, we can make one plate look pretty. The problem, the, the, the trick is that being a great chef is doing, you know, 50 of those that look beautiful each and every single time. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's, that's the trick to it, I think. And, you know, a lot of these home cooks who come out and, and do stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not the same. It's just not the same thing at all. Um, 11 years of doing this. Can you see yourself doing it for another 11? Probably, yes. I do. Wow. I mean, I, I wow. honestly can't. This is really, like, I went to high school and then graduated, and then I started working in the kitchen. So this is all I know. I, I don't, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. It's tough, right? I mean, it's one of those things that, uh, people like myself and people like you, uh, I mean, if we had to get desk jobs, we'd kill ourselves. Like, that's terrible. I can't do that. You know, you want to be up doing things and working with your hands and, and yeah. creating, yeah. you know? And going back to tattoos now, like still looking the way I look, I don't think I could ever even get a desk job. It's- I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that totally. I think you probably could. <laughs> it's so much more like, like, accepted now that I don't know if that's totally true. I mean, listen, you go into New York city now, you'll see guys walking out of wall street buildings with tats on their necks and shit. Like it's not the same as it used to be even five years ago. I mean, you probably could, but you don't want to. No, of course not. No way. It's too boring. Uh, so what do you think? How, how have you seen how, um, yeah, I was looking on your Instagram and I don't think you've ever mentioned the name of, of your place. Like you don't, is that by design? Do you do it on purpose or no? No, not really. I mean, I had put it in my bio, but right. people just kept DMing me and asking, what's the name of your restaurant? What's the name of your restaurant? So I was like, no, I'll just take it off because I don't think anyone reads the bio anyway. So I was like, if people want to know, I'll DM them. And it's like, it's no, 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 it's Kareen's. Yeah. Well, it's, it's funny because, you know, a lot but of people No, definitely will... it's not on purpose. Right on. Well, people should know where you're at because, I mean, your food looks awesome. I can't say I've never tasted it, but it looks amazing. And, I mean, just in the way that you're making it and the way that you talk, you know what you're doing for sure. How big in Canada are things like, you know, those buzzwords like organic and grass-fed and all that? Is that, is that a big thing up there too? Oh, my God. It's huge. Is it? It's huge. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Every, like, usually – Oh my God. Almost every single person that comes, they ask, is it organic? Is it 100% vegan? Is it gluten-free? This, like people are, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's amazing that you're giving a, it's amazing that you're giving a place like that for people to go, which is great. That's just, that's just why I have a lot of respect Mm -hmm. for you for doing that. Cause that's why I want to talk to you about this. Cause I could never do that. Like just everything having to be, I don't know. That's a tough way to, to cook and have to deal with, but, you guys are doing a great job. The food looks amazing. Um, when you see Thank you. people coming in and asking about organic, uh, one of the things that just kills me is people who want organic eggs. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, do you think that's a good thing, a bad thing, or I don't know. 
I'm not talking about like free range or farm. I'm just saying the word organic eggs. Because I think that is a very misunderstood term. Honestly, like when it comes, <laughs> I wish I could say that, yeah, all the eggs we serve are organic. But when you're feeding over 500, 600 students, it's kind of not in the budget to get organic eggs every day. So no, not at all. Sometimes they're they're not going to be organic. They're just going to be regular eggs. But most of the time, people don't really care if the eggs are organic. To be honest, it's mostly the vegans who really care if it's organic or or not. You know, yeah, but no point like those guys like anyway, five right? Dollar, yeah, when you're serving a five-dollar uh, student breakfast, people are not thinking, "Oh, yeah, this is organic." Like you're not going to get right. organic anything for five dollars. So. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, I think it's also kind of a misnomer. Like you think of it as such a great thing. Oh, we're having organic eggs. You know, it sounds like it's a great thing, but it's not. <laughs> Why it's not great is because these chickens have yeah. been force-fed organic yeah. corn, uh, and chickens aren't supposed to be exactly. force-fed anything. Like, walk around and eat their own whatever they want and they're being force-fed organic or same thing with like organic salmon like I don't understand why people think that's a great thing it's not a great thing again salmon are being force-fed organic corn so that we can say it's organic which is I don't know last time I checked corn doesn't grow in the water I mean I don't think it's natural mm-hmm. that's all you know but then you can have like especially where yeah, I live I here in farm country yeah I mean here where I live like it's farm country and you know my neighbors uh, have a giant farm and they have chickens and I can go get eggs from them and these chickens just walk around the farm and eat and then they go into their little house and they lay eggs and they come back out and I don't know how much more organic you can get than that and all they eat is what's on the ground worms things like that I don't know how you can be more organic than that but it's not Mhm. and I don't know how it is in the states but in Canada people will actually just put like a label that says organic just so they can sell it up for a buck or two higher. And, Oof. you know, that's, well, that we have some, really, really not fair. No, it's not. And, and they've actually, it became a thing for a while uh, back years ago when I was in school that the term all natural and organic and um, those things didn't really have any kind of regulatory regulations. That was redundant. Sorry any regulations, but they do now a little bit more so than they used to. So uh, it's definitely getting better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think you're also seeing we live in a world now with whether it's social media or, or um, you know, food network and things like that, where people are being more educated on food. I'm not saying it's good or bad or either way, but people just know more uh, and they know to ask those questions. Yes, you know, course, where, where is yeah. this from? Where, where 15 years ago, no one would ask you where something's from, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you get that at all? Like, do you put on your menus where things come from at all? Or is that not something that it doesn't really, I guess it's probably different with breakfast food, right? I'm sorry? Do people, you know, so would people say like, uh, this is from, you know, whatever farm in this part of New York or whatever. Do people ask you where your stuff comes from sometimes or not really? Not really. When we first opened, like once in a while, somebody would ask, but now... Nobody like we try to buy as much as we can locally. Right. So, yeah, nobody 
nobody really asks anymore, to be honest. I don't think it's really not a concern well, anymore. Some trust. Well, you've gained some trust with people, you know, they know yeah. you're making great stuff, but they don't want to, they don't really want to ask. And I think it's interesting being that you're on a, you said it's on a college campus, right? Mm-hmm. So every few years you have some new people coming in, which is, I mean, it's kind of brilliant if you think about it. Yeah, it's every four years, make, yeah. Yeah. I mean, as long as you're making great food, you have an endless supply of new clientele coming in. That's pretty smart. Yeah, exactly. And it's always un- ongoing traffic. So it's, there's never a dull moment, honestly. There's never wow. like a moment where you're like, there's a wall. There's always somebody or people walking through. So it's, it's amazing. Did you ever see yourself like when, when you were growing up, were you like, oh, I want to be a dancer or I want to be a movie star? Or were you always like, I'm going to go work in the family business? Like, like what was your aspirations? To be honest, not really. I mean, when I was like really, really, really younger, I wanted to be a veterinarian. Nice. And, but my mind changed really quick. I was like, I can't deal with animals dying or anything and then after I graduated high school I really didn't know what I wanted to do like I was just completely lost like most 18 year olds let's be honest and my mom was basically like okay you don't know what you want to do you're going to come work in the kitchen because I'm not going to have you do nothing and she's like you're not going to go to university because you don't know what you want to go to school for so she basically like pushed me but until I got to actually being able to cook it yeah it took a lot of fighting but I'm honestly glad that I did it at a certain point like I really wanted to give up I really wanted to be like you know what this really isn't for me but I'm glad that I pushed through I'm glad you did too I mean we need more people like you especially who can run family business businesses like that because I think that uh, we're living in a world where those are fading out, especially people who are kind of growing up and then kind of joining the family business to move forward. I think that's important, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm looking at your whoopie pies right now, your vegan whoopie pies. These look amazing. What's in these? They're the, it's the vegan vanilla, vanilla mousse. They're so good. I had one today, actually. I was like, wow. Because I've <laughs> never really, I've never made whoopie pies before, vegan. So I was actually surprised how good they were. Man, uh, they look phenomenal. Only thing I'm going to tell you is get that fucking green off those strawberries. If I can't eat it, it shouldn't be on the plate. Okay, no green. All right. Um. <laughs> get those leaves off those strawberries. <laughs> um, well, listen, um, I think you're kicking ass. I think it's amazing. Um, how many tattoos do you have like, all together? Do you, do you know or have you lost count? All together, I have 40. Oh, my God. Do you really? Yeah, 40. Yeah. Jesus. Um, uh, wow. You spend a lot of money on tattoos, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. The last no, one awesome. I got was, yeah. The last one I got was my nephew's portrait. And after that, I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to stop with the tattoos for... <laughs> a little while because honestly like that was probably the most important tattoo I've I've gotten so far and I don't know what else I would want to get after that like maybe my kids if I ever have one no not maybe definitely my kids if I ever have any 
But <laughs> like I said, maybe that was funny. Maybe I'll get my kids. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. So uh, when I get I'll my first say. tattoo, can I can I tag you on the video of me crying while they're doing it to me? Yes, of course. Yes. <laughs> and you can make fun of me. You're like, stop no, you crying. Won't cry. You'll jackass. be fine. It honestly it doesn't hurt as bad as people say. Like it really yeah. doesn't. I this mean, coming to the from, from the person with forty tattoos. In, so. Yeah, I mean, come on, stop it. <laughs> well, it's funny because your tattoos have also got some featured in like Ink Magazine. Like you were featured in that, which is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Like, yeah, you don't really talk about that. You should talk about. You should talk about that. That's awesome. Like, that's really really cool. Yeah, that was. Uh... A few years ago, I think. I actually totally had forgotten about that. Stop, really? But I definitely have a lot more a lot more tattoos now than I did then. I don't think I even had my neck done when I did the interview for Ink Magazine. You have a neck tattoo here, just saying. I'm just I'm looking at it now. Like I said, I researched Oh, do I? Oh. See, I don't yeah, even yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it's pretty cool, though. I think it's awesome. And, and, and um you know, listen, I wanted to ask you this, too, because you talk about the restaurant. I mean, I'm jumping all over the place, and I apologize, but it's because my brain's kind of working a million miles an hour right now. Um, you talk about all the vegan and vegetarian stuff, but are you a vegan or no? Are you a vegetarian? Oh, no. Oh, no. Good. I actually tried to be a vegetarian for about a month or a month and a half, and I just felt so weak, and everyone kept on telling me, like, oh, no, it's going to get better. Like, don't worry. Just keep going at it. I'm like, no, like, I have headache. I'm weak. Like, I I feel, like, frail. I'm like, my body yeah. needs the meat. I know that sounds like an, a total excuse, and I know a lot of vegans follow me, and they're going to be like, that's bullshit. But really, like, for, to each their own, honestly. Like, for right. me, my body needed, needed the meat. And even my doctor was like, um, Steph, what are you doing? Like, you need the meat. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's it. <laughs> I feel like Going you're I feel like you're giving it a punchline to a joke multiple times over. I you need the meat. I just feel like it's a joke and, and I'm we're not there yet, so I won't make the <laughs> joke. But it's too easy. But it's definitely there. Um well listen, uh really quick, tell me one more time again how your followers how what, what they sound like when they talk, because that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> he said he said they, oh, never mind. It's really funny, but nonetheless. Uh, listen. Oh, wait. Who is this? Uh, wait. Someone's asking to come on here. I'm getting text messages from people who want to talk to you, and I'm not sure if I'm going to do that. I feel like I'm security right now. I don't want to let, let anyone talk to you. <laughs> no? Nothing? All right. You're supposed to laugh at me. <laughs> um, all right. Check it out. Uh this gentleman wants to talk to you really quick. Is that cool? Can you take one phone call? Oh, yes, of course. All right, here we go. Let's get on here. All right. Welcome to Plum Love Foods Live. Chef, how are you? I'm doing absolutely amazing, Plum. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm hanging out with uh, Steph Cooks tonight, talking, getting our uh, kick-ass female chef series going tonight, man. And, uh, pretty fun to bring someone like her on and tell her story a little bit 11 years making breakfast food seven days a week how about that i think it's absolutely amazing and i think what she does steph i don't know if you know who this is or not yet do you i'll introduce yourself sir 
I'm not so. too sure. All right, I'll keep going. Um, I'll leave it alone. Steph, it, it, he's just some creepy old guy. He's some creepy old guy. You don't talk to him. <laughs> it's, it's Kevin. <laughs> it's, it's Jeff Satori. Oh, hi. How are you? <laughs> What's going on, girl? How are you? Not much, not much. How you been? Oh, I've been good. I've been real good. I, listen, I just want to say, honestly, what you're doing I think is absolutely amazing, and I've told you that so many times before. And just keep doing it. And, you know, I think women in the industry, you know, they don't get as much recognition as you guys should. And oh, my God, thank you're, you. You're, you're nailing it. And it's funny because, you know, I told Plum last week um, a story. When I was at Emeralds, uh, this girl came into the kitchen and all the guys looked at her like, what the hell is she doing? And she went up to the guy and said, uh, I'm taking your job. And she wound up being the best <laughs> cook I've ever met. So, I mean, you guys, it doesn't matter if you're male or if you're female. I mean, you put in the dues just like a man. So, I mean, oh, I thank you props. so much. Thank yeah, no doubt about that. that. No doubt about that. And, and uh They work just as hard as us. I mean, why what's it matter if you're male or female? Yeah, I agree with that. And, and and she's crushing it over there. And like I said, I have tons of respect and I mean seven days a week, uh doing breakfast every day. Jesus Christ, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, way way too early. Yeah. I'm going to bed when you're getting up. Yeah, see there you go. That's that's what's up right there. Kevin, did you know she had forty tattoos? How about that? It's crazy. 40 tattoos. I'm actually getting ready yep. to get another one. I'm getting my fifth. So 40. Yeah, that's uh, actually, I, actually, I think it's pretty sexy for a woman to have tattoos. But, oh, right. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, you, you don't ever tell me I'm sexy anymore. <laughs> well, look. Plum, <laughs> you're the sexy. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Steph, Appreciate how, how's, how's the cutting board working out for you? Oh my God, it's beautiful. It's it's so nice. It's honestly like your boards are amazing. Like the pictures don't do them justice. Like it's don't build them up. You can honestly tell that so much work has been put into them, and like so much heart has been put into them. I love mine. Yeah, true that he does put a lot of he puts a lot of work in them. Hotblock cutting boards. You can check them out at hotblocks.com. Right, Kev. Yeah, yeah, we won't do that. <laughs> there you go. All right, listen. There you go. Uh, he, I know he wanted to chime in and say hi to you, Steph, so I put him on. I'm not going to put – there's about nine more here on hold, but I'm not going to go to them because I don't know who they are. Nine people, wow. All right. Yeah, there you go. All right, Kev, look, man, I'll haul you later on, all right, buddy? Sounds good. Good talking to you. There you Steph, go. keep doing what you do. You too. Bye, Kevin. Bye. Have a All good right, night. there he goes. Chef Skatorius and stuff. And listen, I know we're running a little bit over here, but I have one more question I want to ask you. So you look at this uh, social media and how it's a platform and how we, I don't know, like it's, 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 I wouldn't be talking to you now without uh, a family like True Cooks and how much it embraces everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, how has something like that changed your life? Honestly, 
drastically uh, before I the first person I actually ever followed before I even knew who Chukuk was was Erin er, her name yeah. was Erin Meals and Heels when I first followed her and I saw that she was wearing like this gear that looked amazing and I was like oh like I thought it was something just special for her like I didn't know that everybody could be a part of something so right. I checked it out and then I saw the street team and everything and we honestly were it's more than a brand like we've become like a family you know we support sure. each other we uh build each other up we teach each other it's it's really it's I've learned so much from so many people it's 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 crazy, especially Melissa. Like that girl is like unbelievable. Like, For sure. I, I don't think there's anything she can't do, honestly. Like, well, it, it's become a great platform for a lot of chefs to meet each other, and and you know we're an industry that's notoriously, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for here, um, independent, solo. Like it's a it's it's a it, it's a it's a lonely industry for sure, but you find things like true cooks really mm-hmm. pull people together, which I think is pretty amazing, which is what pulled me to it, which is what I fell in love with the entire thing. It's just the mad, this, this group of people who is so supportive of what you do and will back you up. I love that. I think that's, that's important, especially in the world, the day and age we live in now, which mm-hmm. I think a little more positivity is great for everybody. Oh yes, for sure. Oh, yes, for and sure. you know, I can't speak for him, but I'm sure when Chad first started, doing the clothing for true cooks i don't think he ever imagined that it would turn into something as big as this you know no it's absolutely amazing what he's done like bringing chefs together and like i can't thank the man enough like honestly it's very very cool he'll be on here soon we get through with our female uh asking female chefs we're gonna have to have him on he just reached out to me the other day and was like hey let's do a show so uh Always love talking to Chad. He's a good dude. Uh, so, so we'll have him on for sure. Listen, Steph, it's been awesome talking to you tonight. tonight. Blah, blah, blah. See, that's my head cold again. Awesome talking to you tonight. I appreciate you taking the time. I know you have to get up. What time do you have to work tomorrow? I get up at 5.30, 6 o'clock. That's just terrible. That's way too early to be getting up. Yeah. That's <laughs> not fun at all. Like, yeah. You, do you even have fun? No, like, you just it, go to work? It's actually funny because I'm not a morning person. I'm definitely like, not a morning never. person. You think I would be, but. Yeah, 11 years into this, I think you're probably just going to be a morning person. Like, do you have fun at all anymore? <laughs> like, I just keep thinking, like, you have to get up. At, I, I, I would just be constantly thinking about, I got to get to go to work in the morning. I got to get to go to work in the morning. Jesus, seven, seven days a week, 11 years. God damn. I mean, <laughs> that yeah. sounds. It's respectable. It's amazing. We gotta get you a day off. Thank you. We definitely gotta get you a day off. Check it out. Now you guys can follow me going already. Yeah. Oh please, go ahead. Say it. Now I'm taking a few days off actually, because like I said, my sister is working on the weekends, so I'm mm-hmm. watching my nephew for her. So it's it's been nice to have a little break and. I, I, I appreciate working that much more because you know, I feel like when you constantly are working, 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 you lose appreciation for it. You're just like, all right, this yeah. is just boring now. So 
it's the only job in the world that people can do and say, uh, looking after children to taking a break from. I promise you, trust me, I have three of them. Yeah. It's the only job. <laughs> exactly. like, no, 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 no. Uh, I'll just deal with keeping this human being alive, and that's easier than working in the kitchen. So, uh, check it out. If you guys don't follow Steph, you should, at Steph.Cooks on Instagram. Make sure you check her out there. Of course, most of you probably already do. Um, one of the most supportive people I know on social media. Hope to one day meet you in person. Um, thanks for your time tonight. And, and listen, keep kicking ass because that's what you're doing. You really are kicking ass, and, and I appreciate oh, you for that. Um, and anything I can ever do, please it was reach really out. Nice Happy to, to talk to you. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I'm nice to talk to. People like talking to me. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Listen, you're awesome. Keep kicking ass. If you're in the Toronto area, check out Kareem's if you got, if you can. Um, and if you do, bring me back some French toast. So that shit looks awesome. No, can you mail it to me? Can you mail me French toast? Or is that not possible? Canadian post is probably expensive. <laughs> Never mind. We're not going to mail French toast. That's weird. All right, Steph, listen, I appreciate your time. Have a great night, okay? Thank you, Plum. You too. Awesome. I'll talk to you down the road. There she goes, guys. The one and only Steph Cooks. Uh, she's awesome. Loved having that conversation with her and learning about her. I think it's important to see people who we don't talk to on a regular basis, but we know on social media, to come on here on this program, put a voice to them, uh, and let them talk and tell their story, which is what she's done. And 11 years uh, working seven days a week uh, in, in the business is, is pretty amazing. So big shout out to Steph. Make sure you follow her on social media. She's awesome. And again, um, we're going to do this for a couple of weeks here. We're going to have female chefs on tell their stories. So uh, love kicking it off with one of my favorites at Steph Cooks. Uh, she's great. Whew. I made it through, you guys. With my awful voice and terrible head cold. I made it through. I have uh, drank one Moscow mule. Uh, because I'm not drinking beer. That's a whole other story itself. I'm trying to look good. Uh, I should have more information on my Food Network stuff I did on Thursday. And then I'll have even more information soon. And if that's the case, I'm going to ask. I never ask for help. But when it happens, I'm going to ask for help. I'm going to need your help to make it amazing. That's the plan, at least, to make it amazing. Have fun. We'll have definitely have fun. Anyway, you guys, big shout out to my guest tonight, at Steph Cooks, for coming on and telling her story. Uh, of course, shout out to my man, Kevin Levine, Chef's Victorias on Instagram. Of course, check out hotblocks.com. Some of the best cutting boards in the business made for chefs by a chef. My name is Chef Plum, and I appreciate you guys taking the time tonight to listen to the program. Uh, or maybe you're downloading and listen to it tomorrow. Again, uh, thoughts and everything going out to our friends in Vegas. And, of course, Tom Petty, keep kicking it. In the meantime, in between time, ladies and gentlemen, remember food is one of the most important things that we have in life. Everything important in life happens around food. Let's make sure we give the time to deserve. I'll see you next week. Peace. I came to I play. Came to play. There's a price to pay. Time for you to get down on your knees. I came to say goodbye to the old days. They're never coming back. Watch a few
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.